0: with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com. That's n-o-o-m.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are
1: sold. Hi, this is Isaac Delahaye from Epica, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
2: Hi, guys, it's Simone from Epica, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
3: You're listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. iTunes number one hard rock and metal podcast. With your host, Mark Striegel.
4: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. On today's podcast, I have an interview with Epica's singer, Simone Simone, and guitarist Isaac De La Hive. The best way to support Talking Metal is with a podcast donation. We're currently without sponsors, so uh, we'd love a $5, $10, $20 donation. The way you do that is just go to our TalkingMetal.com page. You'll see our PayPal donate button there. Just make a little contribution to what we do here. And without further ado, let's get into Epica. And then we'll hear from... Simone, and Isaac from Epica. This is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and I'm here in the Time Warner Center in New York City with Simone and Isaac of Epica. How are you guys doing?
2: Very great. Thank you for having us. How are you?
4: I'm good. Thanks for stopping by Talking Metal. I want to talk about the new record which is coming out, The Quantum Enigma. A lot of people are talking about the different sound that this record has. Can can you tell me how you think it varies from the previous records?
1: Oh, well, I think, yeah, it definitely has a different production, so that's uh, something which changed, and we we just uh, mixed up the whole way of creating the album. We, we still started as individual uh, writers, so to speak, and then uh, after a while, we actually went to the rehearsal room, which was new for us, because usually, because we're located in three different countries, it's uh, we, we would just uh, do it via email and stuff like that, but now we actually sat together and uh, I think that took everything up the next level, and uh, combined that with a new studio, new producer, uh, new guy who mixed uh, the album, and it's it's very fresh. And uh, I think where Retrospect, the the DVD was, looking back on a decade of Epica, this is kind of it feels for us um, as the start of the the new decade, and um, yeah, just a fresh, modern. Uh, cool start, heavy start. And uh, that's how it feels for us. And from the first reactions we get from the fans out there, they seem to uh, hear the difference. So that's good. So you guys all
4: got together in a rehearsal room and were passing around ideas and riffing off of one another. And that's not something you had done in a while?
2: Well, the problem is we live all in three different countries, and uh, we tour so much. In the past, we were back-to-back touring and in between writing records, so it all went digitally, sending each other emails and then going into the studio. And uh, this time, I was pregnant, so we couldn't tour and uh, my um, contribution was staying at home and the guys came to me to work on the vocal lines and on the demo uh, lyrics and then the guys were forming small groups working together with Yoast in the early stage on the songs that they wrote and later on the whole band went together into the Sand Lane recording facility studio to really play the songs and also record them and yeah analyze what can be better all the extra stuff that's not necessary throw it out just keep the essence and uh, keep it short and powerful, the best melodies and uh, yeah, really dot all the I's, cross the T's. Um, yeah, we had for the first time really a lot of time to write the record and to not have this pressure of in between touring. When you come home, you're tired and then you have to force being creative. Me being pregnant was the ultimate uh, possibility for us to do it like, like actually many bands do it. But yeah, due to the fact that we live far apart, it's difficult.
4: Congratulations on your new baby, by the way, and how has that affected you as a musician, an artist, a songwriter?
2: It actually affected me in a big style vocal-wise. My voice changed quite a lot Um, due to the the hormones. My voice became warmer, stronger, and uh, also the emotional change that you go through of being pregnant, becoming a mother. It's like a new side of you that you don't know, and that always that comes in uh, really handy when uh, when you want to transfer the lyrics when you want to put the emotion in the vocals there's like a new emotion which wasn't there before
4: cool cool and Isaac you've been in the band now what about five years
1: yeah correct five years
4: how have you changed as a musician since joining Epica
1: Uh, it's a very you know Epica is it's a great band to be part of because it's so versatile you know I, I used to play for death metal bands more and that's more limited for a guitar player, it's really great because you get to do a lot of stuff. Uh, you have to be all the melodies are in the guitars, and uh, and now you can just use. Cla- we there's on the new album. There's classical guitar, there's acoustic guitar, there's clean guitars, of course, a lot of overdriven guitars. But um, and I get to do solos and melodies, and so it, it it's just great. And I think that's the strength maybe of our band that we don't limit ourselves to um certain things like uh because we still in in america it's different than in europe in europe you kind of stick to your genre if you're into the thrash metal you only listen to that and if and you wouldn't as a black black metal guy you wouldn't listen to to uh let's say uh, f, uh new uh, new metal um so uh yeah and that's uh, that's a good thing with epica we kind of mix everything so for a musician, it's yeah, you know, I wouldn't change it for any other band, to be honest, so it's great.
4: Cool. And you mentioned a new producer. Can you tell us who that is and how you
1: came in contact with him? Uh, it's Joost van den Broek. Uh, he used to be the keyboard player of After Forever. And um, he also worked on Revamp. He worked, uh, what else did he do? Uh, he did the Mayan album, the other band of Mark. Stream of Passion, yeah. So you know he he's still uh, getting out there. I think he he hasn't been doing it for a very long time, but this guy is so dedicated and he has such a ear for details and all that. So that's basically exactly what we needed right now. Someone who's really fresh, who who really wants it and who wants to get the best out of it. Also like the sounds and stuff like that. And then we uh, went to Jacob Hansen uh, for the mix. Of the album, he worked with Volbeat and Hate Sphere, Aborted, so he gave it a very spicy, edgy touch, and um, that's also something which is new for Epica. uh, So it sounds more modern in my ears, you know.
4: So you guys have a new sound with this new record. How are the old-time fans accepting the new sound?
2: really well the the fans were surprised that we chose a kind of a heavy song for a first single the the essence of silence and uh, they also heard that the sound was was new it was really heavier and they all compared to the previous albums and uh, especially to reckoning for the indifferent it's just, the sound is a difference yeah a day and night difference and uh, Jakob Hansen did a great job because epic has so many details in in the music it's uh, so much information and it's quite a, a, ta- a big task to mix that in a good way and still make us sound like a metal band. And Jakob really gave us a, a, next, a, a real uh, yeah, kick-ass sound. And um, Joost, our producer, also went to Denmark to work with uh, Jakob to kind of observe how he was working and guide him a little bit because Joost knows the songs by heart.
4: Very good. Kind of an offbeat question. What are some of your favorite things about America and what are some of your least favorite things about
2: America? I love the food. I love the food and I love the food. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, we went to this restaurant two times. Now, yesterday it was the best chocolate souffle I've ever had. Yeah, it's a mixture of of many things. But yeah, I, I love the diversity of America. You know, you have so many different cultures. It's very international and uh, the people are mostly always friendly but that can also be the downside because they not always show how they really feel sometimes people like to wear a mask here and uh you know if you have a bad day they're still hi i'm great how are you you know and when i have not such a great day i I won't be so exaggerated when uh, when i uh, introduce myself but yeah that's that's a dutch culture we're very sober-minded we're very direct and honest and that can sometimes hurt the Americans, I think. And and vice versa. We're like, Oh, he really liked it. in the beginning when I was here I thought, Wow, she you so you have such beautiful eyes and then later on I thought, Okay, yeah, now she wants me to buy that lipstick, you know. It's not sincere most of the time. So
4: I got you. Speaking of America, any plans for any US tour dates?
1: Yes, we have plans, but we can't really tell at this at this moment. It's gonna be this fall. That we can already tell, and uh, I'm not sure when this will be out, this interview, but if you just check soon, okay, but just, okay, well, then maybe we already have more information, but if you just check our Facebook or our website, we definitely going to have some news very soon. Um, so next fall we'll be back. It's going to be somewhere around October, November, and uh, we're definitely going to be here in New York. So
4: Looking forward for for that and uh looking forward to hearing what the touring plans are i wanted to ask you about the label that you guys get every time i read an article or go online and and research you guys it's always the dutch female fronted symphonic metal band which is such a, a long title do you do you like that reference or does that pigeonhole you into something that maybe you don't like
2: well, the, the whole thing of female-fronted uh, metal bands is outdated because nowadays there are so many metal bands, different styles of metal bands, varying from symphonic to death, black, uh, new metal, trash metal. So, if you in the past if you say female-fronted metal bands, it was often symphonic, but that's that's not the case anymore. So, uh, yeah, that, a lot of I know a lot of singers from the other metal styles outside the symphonic metal band. Sympho- yeah, symphonic metal bands, they hate that because it's it's stigmatizing. Uh, and Epica is indeed a sympho- symphonic metal band. But if you say female-fronted, lots of people think that uh, the music is very commercial uh, and Epica is definitely a true metal band. So, yeah.
4: Very good. And on Talking Metal, we are guitar players and we always like to talk about gear. So, Isaac, can you tell us uh, what guitars you're currently playing and what amps you use
1: yeah I'm playing uh, for electric guitars I play Ibanez guitars I uh, have the custom Darkstone seven string models Um, and uh, as far as acoustic guitars go I use Maiton guitars they're Australian brand and I have uh, Rodriguez classical guitars. And uh, for amps, I use Bogner Uberschalls. In the studio, I actually used the 25th anniversary special edition, which is amazing. It's of a Bogner? It wasn't a Bogner. It's, um, what was it, uh, Shiva? or?
4: Yeah. Well, I actually own a Bogner Shiva head, which is just awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I'm not really sure. Damn, I should have known that. But, um. It was definitely, it was a 25th anniversary edition. Uh, actually, on that one, Steve Lukather played on it when he was touring Europe. So, it was the same amp. Wow. And uh, it's it just sounded great. But, you know, the Ubershell is the one I use live. Um, if I tour America, I mostly use the Dual Rectifier Mesa Boogie, the old version. And um, that's about it. I don't use a lot of uh, effects or stuff like that. Mostly, I just have a tuner and a noise suppressor and I... Have it all the way like uh cut out like all the the extra noise um it's right on ten you know and uh I just um, switch it off whenever I play a solo, and other than that, I just that's it you know
4: very good, guys, I wanna play a song for the talking metal listeners, the song you guys actually mentioned earlier, the essence of silence. And before we get into it, can you talk a little bit about what the song is about? There's a lot of lyrics that I found interesting. Is it a doubt you try to hide? Uh, Another one, find the silence within you. What is the silence within you?
2: Um, Well, it deals about having constant thoughts you know and that sometimes when you have all these thoughts they can consume you and they are not always uh, really who you truly are so it's about um, letting you know letting those thoughts fly by and just really um, and, uh, enjoy the silence like being
4: uh, uh, at one with yourself yeah,
2: and, and not, not being you know in these current worlds where everything is so busy and Yeah, it's hard to find peace now, nowadays, so it's about, yeah, finding the peace again. How I see the
1: lyrics is that you live in a now. Like, uh, that's how I read the lyrics. I didn't write them, but if I go through them, that's like, uh, just don't, don't, if you have thoughts, mostly they're about the future or about the past, and you should just, this is now, it's happening now, so you should just live now. Live for the moment type of thing. Yeah,
4: very good. Guys, thanks and the best of luck to you. And right now we're going to get into some Epica here on Talking Metal.
3: Something is wrong.
4: Big thanks to Simone and Isaac from Epica for joining me, Mark Striegel, here on Talking Metal. What you heard going into the interview was a brand new Epica track called Natural Corruption, a little sound sample of that. And coming out of this interview, we heard what I think is the single off the new record. Again, the new record is called The Quantum Enigma. And that song you just heard coming out of the interview was called The Essence of Silence, and it was fun talking with those guys. They actually came to my job. I, I walked out of work and went down to a little coffee place in the Time Warner Center right on the southwest corner of Central Park and and spoke with those guys in a New York City coffee coffee shop in in the Time Warner Center where I'm currently working at True TV. So that was awesome. They came to me. I love that. And Two very nice people and it was it was great talking with them. And you know who else it's been great talking with? Mitch Lafon. I've been doing a podcast with him called One on One. If you don't know it, go check it out on Spreaker or on iTunes. Again, one on one with Mitch LaFon. We've been having a lot of fun talking with each other and listening to Mitch's interviews. He does a lot of great interviews and I think I think he's a, a really great rock journalist. So definitely check me out on his podcast. Check out Victor Ruiz on Mars Attacks. He is part of the Talking Metal Digital team. Victor Ruez, great guy over in Spain, does his own podcast. Definitely check him out at marsattacksradio.com. And I will be back real soon with John bringing you more Talking Metal podcasts. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. This is Sean Baker with... Well, I should say the Sean Baker Orchestra, I think is how they bill it, with what a lot of people think is the talking metal theme song. it's kind of is. I've kind of adapt, uh, adopted it as our theme song with Sean's permission. But it's a great song. Go buy this on iTunes. It's called Which Way to Radio Land by the Sean Baker Orchestra. <laughs>